Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 42, 42 of the Print Design Podcast. My name is Dave Hopkins. I am your host. I'm also the founder of Print Design Academy, as well as, uh, what else do I do? Uh, I do lots of stuff. That's kind of the, that's kind of the gist of it. I'm a print fanatic as well. I absolutely love print. From the moment I first walked into a print shop and just got all the sounds and the smells and saw what was going on, I was hooked. And I've been seeking out awesome print projects ever since, interviewing those designers and bringing them on this show to share that story with you. I am going to have more of those interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks here. A number of them already in the bank, and there's some cool ones coming. Believe me, you're going to love them. But in this episode, I wanted to sort of explain a little bit about what I see going on in the print industry, where I see it going. And I'm calling this like three trends or three things that are happening right now with print and why print is here to stay. So that's what this episode is. I'm going to tell you those three things. But first, of course, I'm going to play the intro music for myself. So let's kick that off now. Welcome to the Print Design Podcast, the show where we talk about all things print and packaging. We go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rocked their world. From file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between. So let's talk ink on paper. Okay, okay, I'm back here. So this episode, like I said, is three trends that are happening right now that involve the print industry. Three reasons why print is here to stay or or something like that. You know what I mean? So let's just kick this off. Let's just get started. Number one, digital fatigue. So back in 2019, before all of this COVID stuff kicked off, There was an article that I read in a magazine that was about this emerging trend where people were seeking these like digital detox vacations where they go on these vacations far in the woods in a cabin somewhere with a wood burning fireplace and like an old stove and they just like escape technology just for a break of it, this digital detox. And imagine now the feeling of that and where that, that, um, that thing's going after COVID hit, when everybody went like onto Zoom calls, everybody was just technology ramped way up. Those detox vacations are going to be even more sought after and even more popular. There's no phone, there's no computer, it's just nature and, and or a beach or wherever you want that to be, but a complete digital detox. Now, why does that, why does that affect print? I'm sure you're asking me, why does that digital detox effect print? Well, guess what is trending upwards? Direct mail, friends. Direct mail. Those Instagram ads, when you get an Instagram ad, you fly past that thing. Not even a second, like a millisecond. You're flipping through Instagram and you're bombarded with ads, whether it's YouTube or whatever it is, you're seeing ads everywhere. And it's all on this little screen. Now, when you get something in your mailbox, something that's really unique, 
something that uh, stands out amongst the crowd of boring fast food direct mail. Not just a giant flyer that shows all the hamburgers they can save seven cents on or whatever it is, but some really cool targeted direct mail where you need to interact with it. You need to scratch something off to reveal something or the direct mail has a smell or maybe it's got a really cool unique die cut or something slides in and out of this thing. They, the, the desire to have these tangible, real tactile experiences is growing. Direct mail, you know, you said it went away a while ago, but it still stayed true. It still worked because there were people that really valued that tangible tactile experience with something, right? That's why um, printed books still outpaces eBooks and tablet books and all that other kind of stuff. Like physical books, that's why they're still a thing because people value that. And that is happening even more now with this overwhelm of the digital world. People are seeking these unique experiences outside of a screen, outside of their phone. So there you go. So now, yes, it affects direct mail, but also companies have caught on to this. And it started a few years ago where businesses and companies weren't producing catalogs in the sort of volume that they were producing before. You know, when a company would print thousands of catalogs and send them out to all of their customers and wait for the phone to ring and wait for sales to come in. Um, <laughs> there's only one company that still does that. <clears throat> Uline, <clears throat> pardon me, just a cough in my throat there. But anyways, um, a lot of those catalogs have gone online. You can update the pricing information, the product codes, availability. You can update all that in real time. So of course they're gonna go online. But what these companies are replacing those with is beautiful brochures and really nice brand books that showcase their products. Um, one great example that I've worked closely with is a fireplace company. They manufacture a number of stock fireplaces that you can buy, but they also have a custom division. And this custom division specializes in creating these beautiful custom-built uh, fireplaces for uh, luxury developments for celebrities in their homes, for you know high-end law offices in New York, like creating beautiful custom fireplaces. So to sell more of those fireplaces, they are creating this beautiful brand book that showcases all of these um, fireplaces in celebrity homes and the way that they've been used and um, to really generate ideas and just create desire, bring up desire. So rather than printing a bunch of catalogs that showcase, here's all of the products we do, a lot of that is online, but they create these books that you know could live on a coffee table because they're just beautiful showpieces. They go to high-end potential clients to really draw up this inspiration and desire to have one of these fireplaces in your home. So brands and companies are now creating those kind of experiences instead of the sort of traditional send them a catalog and, and all of that kind of stuff. You know, then they'll see all of our products, these pieces that, that create these brand experiences in print, you know, not just a screen and scrolling through things. Um, you know, those are becoming increasingly more important. And add to that, that in a world of this increasingly more um, digital and AI, you know, as that grows and grows and grows, it's going to continue to present opportunities for these awesome 
tactile, printed, tangible experiences where nice papers are even more important. Uh, playing with textures, playing with scents and smells, like that will become increasingly more important and desired. Those brands will stand out. You know what I'm saying? You can also use these printed and tangible experiences to drive traffic to your website, to an online offer, or to, to go there to make a sale after you've created this great brand experience. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so next up, number two, the second reason why print is here to stay and why, um, and just trends that I'm seeing happen that lead to improving um, or increasing the amount of print that's going to be happening and why print is more, um, more important is the tightening up of the online information and privacy. One of the greatest things that marketers always had to say about why online ads are far better than print and things like that are because you could specifically target a specific demographic, a specific person. Facebook had so much data and Google had so much data on people in their online habits that you could get so specific to the person you're targeting. However, Apple and Google recently have announced that a number of these privacy measures are now going to be optional and they're scaling these back. And even with the latest iOS update with Apple, you have the choice of saying, do you want this app, this company to track your information, to have your personal information? Yes or no? A lot of people said no. So now those companies are going to have less and less access to that type of information. However, homes and residences of those homes are still required to provide some basic demographic related uh, information through the census every year. So that is um, the census is basically you're answering a survey. Um, sometimes I think it's only like national, like Canada has a census and the USA has a census. I don't think it's boiled down to state uh, level or anything like that. But these censuses provide information that you as a business can access in order to advertise to these demographics. So this information is available through um, USPS, the Canada Post, and you guys can access that for targeted direct mail. So in, you know, in hand in hand with that digital fatigue that I mentioned for number one, the lack of access to privacy and information for, um, for online access to directly target people, you know, print again has that ability still and maintains that ability through the census. And you have to do the census. It's not optional. It is a legal part and you can actually be sued if you don't participate in the census. So it is, um, it's, it's something that you can access that information. All point to increased interaction and engagement with direct mail, especially memorable and repeated direct mail. So don't be surprised if we see the resurgence of something like the Sears catalog or something like it, but not in the, it's, it's form like it used to be where you had, you know, all of the products listed and, you know, as a kid, I would go through that thing and write down, you know, what I wanted for Christmas by page number, you know, page number seven, item B on that page. That's what I want for Christmas. You know, we used to shop like that. Um, you won't see it come like that where it's showing all of the items that are for sale, but it will have these, um, you know, really cool 
photos with products within these photos, highlighting certain things, directing you to an online resource to, uh, you know, purchase things and, and, and make your transactions through that. That is going to be increasing. You're going to see more and more of that stuff happening as people are seeking that and looking for that. And what does that mean as a designer for you? I mean, you get to design these things for these companies. You can create these things and have an input in what this brand experience, this printed brand experience is like. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty damn stoked about that. I love getting really cool, unique print in the mail and seeing what is going on out there with that. Number three, the third thing here, packaging design. Packaging design is not going anywhere. Whether it's retail or e-commerce, luxury goods or cheap goods, packaging design is always going to be there. The retail and grocery aren't going anywhere. So with any sort of in-store experience, we'll start there. In-store experience, you see signage, you see posters, and of course, the packaging on your shelf. So a great example of this is the, the next level of um, automation is those checkout lists, um, Amazon stores, right? Where they bought out Whole Foods and turned a few of the locations into these Amazon shopping experiences where there's no checkouts. It just knows what you've grabbed, knows what's in your cart. You, pack, you package it up, you're out the door. Even in that environment, there's still packaging, for all of those products. Packaging is what is competing on that short, um, shelf space in that store where you've got seven different kinds of crackers. Well, each company wants to sell more crackers than the next one. How are they going to do that? Through packaging, through packaging on that shelf. So that's that sort of in-store experience where you need really nice packaging to stand out on the shelf there, even when you're not you know, checking out in the traditional format. That's not going to be you know, going away anytime soon. So then let's talk about e-commerce where you're looking at a product, you find a product through Instagram and you go to their website and you buy a product, how that product arrives and the unboxing experience and the packaging experience of how that product arrives, that is so important for future sales, for a brand experience, for reviews, um, my goodness, how many people are filming the unboxing of their products for social media? If you have a bad, if you have a bad experience with that product, the likelihood, like you're losing sales, you're not gaining sales, you're losing sales with that. So packaging and printed packaging and the way that experience is for that unboxing and that first touch point of that packaging that you ordered from e-commerce needs to be good. So that, that experience isn't going anywhere. There won't be a time in the near future where everybody's okay with their products being just sort of tossed in an eco-friendly box and you get it how you get it as long as you get it. No, people want a really nice box. People want a nice label. People want it to feel nice and to validate their buying decision. That ties into packaging and packaging design. So that's for the retail environment, for the e-commerce world. It will always be the case that you need a really, really good unboxing experience for these products. You need a really good shelf presence. All of that is packaging design. So today, I just wanted to give you those 
three. There's many more where I think it's going to be great, whether that's um, from the sales standpoint, business cards, stationery, all of those things I think are increasingly more valuable. Uh, yes, they had a little bit of a dip during the internet area and the internet boom, but what COVID has caused and because everybody is so in, in, immersed in screens around them all the time, this tangible aspect of print and design is coming back. It's this resurgence of this printed tangible experience. And that's why I think print is one of the most important skills as a graphic designer you could have. This print design as, an, as, as a skill and an ability in your toolbox will help you immensely, whether you're just working on branding or actually working on packaging. It all ties in and it's all important. So let me ask you then, what other reasons you think print is going to be hanging around for a long time? Where do you think print is important right now? Where print and, and understanding print design, where is that important? Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know. Print design underscore academy. That is it for today's short episode. Next week, we're back with some pretty sweet interviews and uh, we'll get into that stuff later on. But if you're digging what you're hearing here on the print design podcast, Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening, and leave us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. Now, something that ties into number three, the packaging design that we mentioned, is label design, which includes all kinds of labels, including beverage and beer labels. If you want to learn how to create those, how to be an absolute pro when it comes to sending files to your printer and proofing those, and everything in between, everything that it takes from a label, to get a label or a shrink sleeve made from idea to holding the finished thing in your hand, then check out the Craft Beer Label Design course. You can find it at the description in this podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, and we'll see you next week.